I never took an art class. It's like, no, I took one one class in high school. I just kept thinking, eh, what am I ever going to do with art? <laughs> yeah, that was, you know, so I worked and did those boring office jobs for a long time while I was still drawing at night and just never thought it could really be a profession. It's funny how, it's so funny how life happens, you know, isn't it? It's weird. Welcome to Hello Atelier, the podcast that takes you inside the artist's studio. I'm your host, Betsy Blodgett, and I'm here with producer Jonathan Getz. Hello. So today we are sitting down with designer Tammy Smith. And you know, the more I look at her work, the more Tammy reminds me of the great mid-century product designers like Tamis Keefe and Vera Newman. They all certainly have somewhat similar illustration styles, but more importantly, for me at least, they all have dynamite tastes in colors and color combinations. And these were artists that designed for a whole range of products, from hankies and tablecloths to clothing and home decor. And today, there is a huge market for original products from these great designers. For instance, I almost never pass up a Vera scarf if I can find it in an antique store. Hankies? You could have been helping me upgrade my lame white handkerchief collection this whole time. <laughs> you know, one thing that I find intriguing about the idea of product design is that you can incorporate a variety of mediums. You aren't stuck to one label like you would be if you were known as a ceramicist or a painter. And Tammy has experimented with a lot of different artistic avenues. For instance, when I first saw her work, she was making wire and ceramic circus sculptures. That must be satisfying to switch from medium to medium. A rolling stone gathers no moss. I like that even though she no longer works with three-dimensional objects like wire, she's incorporating the techniques into her new line of products. In a way, she layers her years of experience in her art, amalgamating different media together. Here's a fun fact and useful coincidence I just learned about Vera Newman, who you mentioned earlier. Her fabrics were selected by Kansas City's own First Lady Bess Truman, wife of President Harry Truman, to decorate the White House solarium in 1952. Kansas City appreciates Vera. And we appreciate Tammy. Hit it, Tammy. I'm self-taught, mostly. I mean, I took a class in every college in Kansas City, but I never got a degree, and I basically lucked out. I was always drawing and I had a book of my sketches put together, took a class at Maplewoods Community College, and a woman said, hey, they're hiring at Hallmark for technical artists. Maybe you should go apply. And so I took my portfolio down there and uh, luckily got hired. And then I really learned a lot. Hallmark's like the greatest school on earth. <laughs> they taught me everything. They paired me with their master artists, and I had my job was to learn to paint like them. So I learned how to paint with gouache and acrylic and everything from that, and surface pattern design. So it was like an apprenticeship. <laughs> it was just it's like a paid apprenticeship. Um, it was great. Yeah, the illustrators were considered the greeting card artists. They were the people who did scenes, in other words, one scene. And we were in an area called Party and Gift Wrap, and that's what we did was only surface pattern design. And then you would put that pattern design on a range of products, and they all had to match. So now while you were working at Hallmark, did you have any personal creative projects that you did on the side? I always had my own thing on the side. I would always come home from work and work on my own stuff at night. Mm -hmm. 
I illustrated children's books while I was working at Hallmark. So actually, a lot of what I did was for clients. So I would actually have assignments to do, and they, you know, so that's I didn't really do shows for a long, long time. I just started doing shows in the past seven, eight years. As a freelance artist, Tammy had an on-again, off-again relationship with Hallmark. Getting laid off six years ago gave her the push she needed to focus on creating a viable business for herself. She created a line of embroidery kits where customers could add textural dimension with thread to her illustrations, which were printed on posters and pillow fronts. Some kits even incorporated small wire sculptures into the design. I've always liked to sew um, by hand Mm -hmm. and never really knew how to sew by machine. So I just started thinking, I I was trying to think outside the box and think of things that hadn't been done before. And that's how I started thinking about stitching with wire mm-hmm. and using thread, combining thread with that. Now, what made you go from working with the two-dimensional medium of surface design to incorporating kind of a three-dimensional element in your work? Uh, sculpting with clay and then got a kiln Many years ago, and that's actually while I was still at Hallmark. I've been through a lot of different mediums, (laughs) so (laughs) I did that. And so did sculpture for a while, and then did children's book illustration, which started mostly, mostly that was digital. And then I just always had a love of 3D, making things with my hands. And the wire, I just picked up probably seven years ago. I just thought it would be fun to try it. A new way to create a line, mm-hmm. you know. The wire sculpture, while really fun to do, was difficult mm-hmm. to sell more than one of. I actually had made little circus wire sculptures that were actually wholesaled and sold around the country and online at Uncommon Goods. Mm-hmm. And I had some employees, so I had a business around that, mass-producing those things. And it was just very labor-intensive and honestly not really not really profitable. So I knew I had, there had to be a better way. And I instantly thought that, well, if 3D wire doesn't work, maybe 2D wire would. So that's why I started putting them on the canvas. Mm-hmm. And then one thing led to another. And I just took a photo playing around one day and scanned that into the computer and just started adding color. So your embroidery kits allow consumers to interact with the product, but do you think that suggesting that little extra effort turns some of your potential audience away? My main thing first was poster stitch kits and and pillow stitch kits. And that was fine, but I realized that it cut down on my crowd because there's only a certain number of people that A, can sew, and B, want to take the time to sew. And so that was more of a a niche, you know, a niche market. As the trend of hometown pride swelled not only in Kansas City, but also around the rest of the country, a chance comment inspired Tammy to start her Cityscape series. With this project, she would blend her experiences working in surface pattern, wire, and printing to make a totally new product. Home items which featured city landmarks illustrated with wire and scanned and colored on the computer. A friend of mine just said, you know, it uh, might be interesting to see what you could do with Kansas City if you ever thought of doing a print. And so I just kind of said, no, I haven't. And I, I started with, I had done a wire sculpture. 
And I just started playing with it and did my first prints, put it on Facebook, and actually it just sort of went from there. People started commenting on it, and someone said if that was a tea towel, I'd buy it. And that's why I started making tea towels. And then they started selling, outselling the prints. So how do you determine which landmarks to include? Research it on Google, the top 10 landmarks, but then... That isn't always the ones that people want to see. So I do that, and then I also look at blogs for different cities. I I see if anybody's a travel writer. And then I usually will send out a question via social media, and I ask people for their opinions. Because, for instance, when I did something like Manhattan, Kansas, I've never been there. I wouldn't have known to include Vista Burgers. But if you're in Manhattan, you know about Vista Burgers. They've been there since 1961. And I'm glad I asked because everybody told me to include it. There are people who will say, hey, you didn't put in. You know, I didn't include the Royals and Chiefs stadiums in the Kansas City print. That was intentional. I didn't want to become the sports artist. You know, I didn't want that. Now, Wrigley Field in Chicago, you have to put it in. You know, Fenway Park in Boston, I feel differently about these classic ballparks that have been there forever. Architecture is is my love. You know, the reason I started doing it and the reason I love drawing landmarks of cities. So you got to be careful that you don't. You can take input, but not let it drive you 100%. I think any artist feels like that, don't you? Or else you just become, you're working for everyone else and not for yourself. I used to say I did a wire sculpture for each city, and that went by the wayside when I needed to really start getting these things done a little faster. It took a long time to do these wire sculptures. So I started just sketching, and I just used the, uh, you know, the really extra fine Sharpies, and that's what I really like to use. And I like to use that and just work on tracing paper. And that's that's how I create all my sketches. Then I cut them all out to put them all together and scan them. Then I just go into, usually it's um, Photoshop to clean up the line work, but then Illustrator. Turn it into vector because then, of course, it's easier to change in the future. When you need to change products, if I need to change scale, size, I can do that. And that's worked out really well because sometimes people want poster size of things and I can do that. Or for the tablecloths, for instance, they're huge. They're 54 inches square. One of the biggest hurdles independent designers face is the mystery of stepping up their business into the wholesale industry. I asked Tammy about her experience as a wholesale seller. There's a lot of different ways of approaching wholesale and I've tried almost all of them. I really have. I've done the wholesale craft shows. And that's a good way to go. If you are making something, it has to be made by hand and you have to make each one of them or or your staff does. Mm-hmm. That's the rule. Um, if you want to actually do a product like mine now, I don't make every single one. They are printed, either I print them or they're printed elsewhere. And you can go to shows like the New York gift show mm-hmm. and sell them there and meet masses of wholesale clients all at once. Mm-hmm. But it's a major cost. I would say eight to $10,000 uh, by the time all is said and done. So that's an investment. And then another way that's actually getting bigger and bigger now, I think, is Etsy Wholesale. I think it's a really one of the best kept secrets because I am now getting more wholesale clients 
just through Etsy Wholesale. So tell me how you got involved with West Elm. I was doing crafts and drafts, and a lady came up to me who works at West Elm, and she asked me if I'd ever thought about approaching them. And no, yes, <laughs> let me know how to do it. So I just met their manager through her, and then they asked me to submit to their Brooklyn office, their main office. They're really good about supporting local artists, and they have a lot of people coming in to do pop-ups, and it's awesome because they'll do a pop-up probably every weekend. Tammy's designs feature bright and cheerful colors mixed with her whimsical illustrations. Though the images are detailed, the city landmarks are distilled into a two-color palette that harkens back to mid-century color combinations. I go back to the vintage the vintage cookbooks and books for color inspiration. That's where I get a lot of my color combos. I love the children's books. I remember when I was little looking at, we had a slew of children's books that were all just three color. And that was the style, you know, and I love that. If the possibilities are endless for color, it stymies me. I feel like I don't know what to do. And it's real hard for me to get started. And I have probably 250 surface pattern designs that I used to take to Surtex because I did Surtex also. I forgot to mention that part. That's another way to sell wholesale. And, and I still have those. But if you look at them, they're very intricate, a lot of them, and very involved. And, per- and they look more perfect because they were all created on the computer. I didn't always have this style. I had a very realistic style when I was growing up and tried to make it as real as possible. And then after getting hired at Hallmark, I started seeing people who who actually drew things that didn't, you know, that were more graphic and fun and whimsical. And I thought, I really want to do that. And that took years to learn. Um, and that's where Hallmark really helped. At the same time, I needed to find my own style. And working in Wire helped me because you kind of make sure that you can't get too perfect. That's why I do it is because there's an imperfection to bending the wire. And that's what I wanted to keep. And if left to my own devices, I noodle it too much. You know what I mean? I just noodle it to death and it just (laughs) looks way too perfect. So who are your favorite illustrators? Pat Pritchard and Tamis Keefe are two of my favorites. And then there's that other guy. Um, He did ceramic wear. He did... Alexander Gerard. That's it. Mm -hmm. Alexander Gerard. Mm -hmm. I couldn't remember his first name. He's fantastic. Drawing was one thing, but I learned how to make a line of product at Hallmark, too. They taught me a lot about Mm -hmm. how to make a collection. And looking back at those guys who had their work on everything and it all hung together in this great cohesiveness, Mm -hmm. right? And Gerard's like that. His work is on everything and it's so cool. You have to be a really good editor. I really think there's an art to editing, to knowing what to throw out. It's tough when you're your own art director because you, when you're an artist, you want to keep everything usually. And I think that's the hardest part is to be, you're objective enough to look at it and go, that doesn't really need to be here or that color doesn't need to be here. I have a group of friends who are all really good artists and illustrators and we email each other stuff all the time and go what do you think and yeah they helped me with the city collections when I was just starting them they helped me with feedback you have to have that Mm -hmm. you know 
Thanks for listening to Hello Atelier. To see images of Tammy's work, studio, and new store, visit us at helloatelier.org. To keep up with all our episodes, be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you.